What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. everybody it's variety and it's just me today i'm recording this from prince edward island charlottetown prince edward island my home um away from home away from home and i've got my bigby dog snoring here delightfully beside me and i just got into my bed after a long day of um shooting a movie so that's exciting and yes you heard me right i'm in my bed um, it's a very cozy place to be. I just got a new Casper light. Don't tell Jeremy. Um, but I'm really psyched to see how it's uh, going to wake me up in the morning. But I'm all alone because Jeremy's in the hospital. Um, some of you know, if you follow us on Instagram, that we, um, we didn't get an episode out to you last week because on Tuesday night, Jeremy went into the hospital with pneumonia. Um, I think it's the second time now being hospitalized for pneumonia in the last few years. And that's a big deal because he has cystic fibrosis and anything that has to do with an infection in the lungs, not so good for people with cystic fibrosis. So rest assured that 
only that would keep us from getting out an episode to you guys where we get to talk about our favorite things. And, um, and I gotta say, I really miss it. I missed the, uh, every time we put out an episode, I, I always feel like I am connecting with you guys and so, and girls and folks. Um, and so I really just, uh, it's been weird to not have that. And, um, so I'm just really grateful that you're tuning in again this week and we have a really fun episode. This is a really, um, what's the word for when something is, um, unassuming, an unassuming episode that ended up just being a really nice, lovely conversation. Bye, Sophia. I'm Yep. She'll be right back. Uh, my niece, Sophia. I'm, I'm parenting this month. Um, but yeah, I think you're going to like this episode that we did, this interview with, we'll call her C, who is going through a very exciting life phase and it's very, uh, colorful and vibrant and perhaps temporary. So I think that's a pretty special thing to talk about and, um, really looking forward to having you guys hear it. You folks hear it. I, um, uh, Jeremy, you'll get this track from me to edit onto the episode so when you listen to it just so you know I'm thinking about you as you know because I, I call you and tell you that but um, I, I just miss being around you and uh, I love watching um, your stories of getting out in the world every day get going out for walks and visiting with your nephew and getting good healthy family time and um, I know that that's really important when you're in the hospital, especially because it can be really hard on the head. And uh, I look forward to, I look forward to sitting in the same room with you again, baby. Okay, well, that's it for my intro. Hope you enjoy the show. See you on the other side. I'm ready. Close <sighs> that. I don't need my notes. I will say this. It feels good to be home for a minute. Yeah. For a, a minute. Yeah. One hot minute. One hot minute. Right before we head out into the world. We're here for a moment and then we go right back out into the into the the wild world of the the, the road. The road of the world of the world. And uh, but within that time we were able to squeeze in a little chat with C. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. So exciting. I'm excited too. Um, uh, this is one of those like like recording setups that uh, coming in, there was th- we don't have like a lot of info. I, th- this is my favorite type of recording, to be honest with you. Um, but before the mic started rolling, we were like, what, what, like, what do we want to talk about? And uh, you said something really interesting. First of all, you said... You are in your 40s. Yep, that's right. You, when you walked in, I was like, this woman probably graduated with my sister or something. My <laughs> sister's two years younger than me. 
I don't even think is Natasha even in her thirties. Uh, she's still twenty. She's still like she's twenty nine. Is she? Or do we just celebrate her thirtieth birthday? Thirty, thirty one. No, man. Oh, oh, then that's coming up. Yeah. That so just anyway, reminded me. It's my you look, niece's You don't birthday. look like you're in your forties. I was, I was kind of flabbergasted. SPF. Oh, is that the trick? I think so. Yeah. Are you in, like a, a you, like consistent with that every day? Even in the winter? Even in the winter. What? Oh, yes. okay. Okay, hold on though, because like there's a difference between sunscreen. I, I think there's a difference between sunscreen and like like a really nice moisturizer that you get from Sephora that also has SPF <laughs> within it. No, I use like sunscreen, like 45 sunscreen that mm. you would put on at the beach every day on my face. Do Are you, you serious? Do you put yeah. it on under makeup? Yeah. Okay. And you don't find it makes your makeup feel like, like breaks it up or no. makes it clumpy? It works for me. I know it doesn't work for everyone. Okay. What brand do you use? I use one that's called Avene. Oh, yeah. And you shake it up. It has like a little bead inside of it. You oh, shake okay. it up and then you put it on your face and it's like, it's very light actually. Is it like that? Uh, uh, I would have pronounced it a then. Like yeah, I think like you're a, right. Has it's, like an, a French yeah. accent on there somewhere. Yes. Yeah. I used to, I used to so use crazy. some of their products too. They're nice. Yeah. And not, and not like crazy expensive either. It's like not, totally yeah. accessible. Do you use uh, a moisturizer? Or like, is that your version of a moisturizer? That would be what I put on my face for a moisturizer in the daytime. Oh, you got a nighttime routine? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. I can't I keep know, up with it. You gotta have a nighttime What's, routine. What do, you, what do you put on at night? I guess SPF's kind of pointless. I use um, grapeseed oil to take off my makeup. Okay. And then I use slather everything with coconut oil. Where'd you learn all this? Did you go to beauty school? No, I just I just love taking care of my skin. You just picked up the tricks. Well, yeah. it, it, it definitely shows. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I remember taking care of my skin like the first skincare product I ever got I was probably like 14 maybe and it was like um, Noxema I think oh yeah remember that that sounds poisonous yeah Noxema Noxema it oh, came Jesus. it burned a little it burns like in a cool burn that's how you know it works but Jeremy you're one to talk you used to use stuff on your skin that would tie-dye the sheets well that was because I had uh, cystic acne and that was medication uh, Thanks, babe. Uh, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was a face. No, no, it really, no, it truly was. It was. Um, it was uh, uh, like cl- like clindoxapone or something. I, like I that. see it on. I see it on the sheets at my sister's house too. So my my niece must take it. Yeah, take it as yeah. Well. It's a it's a common thing that like doctors will put you on for for acne. Why does it tie dye your sheets? What color? Like it's like it's like bleach. It's bleach. Like oh. yeah. Like it kind of turns like if you had a, let's say you had like. Uh, like red sheets it would it would put like a pink uh, uh, yeah almost like a like a yellowy tinge to this like interesting like patches. Bleach on it. yeah it was doesn't not sound ideal. safe at all no no you don't want to get that shit around your eyes i mean I, sure. it's probably not great but it helped with uh, your it acne helped with, yeah helps with the acne and that that's it that is you know that's worthwhile taking care of if, yeah. if it's a thing for you well, it most certainly was a thing for me because got, it was one of the biggest like that was one of the biggest um, that like my skin. So I had I had big issues with my skin and it was like it played a massive role in my own like um, self-confidence as I, a human. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Affected me like in terms of my sexual life, like big time affected me even as an adult, like when I was um 
like when we first started dating. Yeah. And I would have these like really bad breakups. That's right. I wouldn't One even want to fucking have sex with you. Can we tell that <laughs> story of so the, the time we went to the um, the horror movie festival? And on our way, I picked you up in the cab and you wouldn't, you got in on like one side of the cab and I wasn't, I ba- he never looked at me. I thought he was just pissed or something, but. This is, this is maybe one of the most, not even maybe, this is hands down one of the most like cringy, embarrassing, like <laughs> I'm, I want to kill myself moments of my entire life. Yeah. We. We're going to a film festival <laughs> that was all about, it was a horror, it was like a genre film festival, horror films and like fantasy films or whatever. And I get into the car and on my, the side of like where my nostril meets my face, like in that little crease, I had a, I had a zit that w- had its own force of gravity. It was, it was, the mass was so dense that it was literally like, like, affecting my surroundings this thing was huge it was so disgusting it was like like just looked sore it was it was shiny it was literally just like makes me gag just thinking about it okay we show up to this fucking festival and everybody there because it's like a horror genre fest is shown up in like full-on halloween costumes okay people got makeup on they're wearing like people showing up as zombies people are showing up as like werewolves it's this whole fucking crazy thing a lot of zombies because like it was a big there was a big zombie movie that was playing and this guy comes up to me and this is like there was zero part there was zero part of him that was like joking he was very serious he just comes up to me and he goes whoa dude who did your makeup oh and he's looking right at the zit and i just bit my lip and I went that's uh that poor g- that's other real. guy that's real it's actually a real real zit and his face oh my god he was mortified yeah he was so he felt so bad <laughs> and then I think I literally like swallowed back tears and I just wanted nothing to do with the rest of the night now that played a major role in me not feeling confident whatsoever yeah I get it. You I never should have just lied and said so and so did it. Yeah, he's amazing. You should call him. Yeah, call her. Sometimes I think back and I get so angry about that moment that I was like, I should just went <laughs> and just <laughs> popped it on him. <laughs> oh, but it's not his fault. I mean, it really was impressive. I think back to it, I'm like, God damn, that was, yeah. I remember my first ingrown pimple. It was in high school and it was on my chin and I didn't know what an ingrown pimple was. And I had fairly good skin, but I, I, I like squeeze my blackheads and, and stuff like that. And I went and I just like squeezed the shit out of this ingrown pimple and it never, it was under the skin. So it just got dry and hard. I swear to God, it lasted for like two months and really impacted the way that I flirted and communicated so painful with boys. too so those painful. ones have you always had really nice skin i never had problems with my skin ever right. so anytime people ask me for advice i don't want to give them advice because what works for me won't probably work for everybody it's so true where skin is so yeah yeah it's all different but spf i think is a pretty common one like you should definitely use that i'm i actually might start doing this it also is fe- i feel like because like uh i whenever i think okay you know what it's winter's coming i gotta 
gotta like hunker down get some moisturizer that i'm gonna invest in it's yeah. always so fucking expensive mm-hmm. i feel like you know some spf that you can get from shoppers yeah it's not that bad no it's not it's doable i like this i'm feeling inspired <laughs> i want to make some changes to my life i'm gonna put my feet under your bum because i'm all right yep. i'm really cold Shove them in it's there. getting cold it is there was frost on my car this morning when i went to the gym oh no like, definite oh frost. no it's coming so one of the other things that we were going to talk about, I mean, I, we actually just stumbled onto your skin. That was, that, I don't think that was, we didn't mean that. Uh, but we were going to talk about how, so you were saying you're, you're in your, your early 40s, 42, is that what you said? 41. 41. And um, you just, like, only just recently are now having, starting to have quality sex. I think so. How I did you? this is the beginning. Yeah. How did you know? What was the moment where you're like, oh, this is not what I've been doing. Can I say whatever? Yeah. Oh, you, say you, oh, you can say, have you listened to this show before? Man. Yeah. I got my asshole waxed <laughs> in front of a live audience once. You can say whatever you like. Okay. So it was basically the moment that I knew was when I, there was a giant puddle uh, under me on the mm-hmm. bed. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is something totally different and amazing. So, yeah. So was, the, was this the first time you, you like gushed or squirted? Yeah. And was this something you did to yourself? No. So I think that when I was younger, I was always having sex. Like I was very sexually explorative when I was young. And I was really open to talking about sex and having sex and everything. But I guess I just didn't realize what can come of it until I met this one specific person. And he is like, I don't know what it is about him, but he just brought it out of me I think I tell him that he like unleashed something that's fun <laughs> because, that's exciting yeah because now it's like a whole new world I don't even know if like what I was doing before mm. how long have you have been having sex with this person only since the summer okay yeah oh, so this is very recent very recent yeah and every time it just gets better and better so I'm just like I don't know what I'm gonna do like I might die soon <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, <laughs> right. you have to get all the sex in <laughs> yeah Wait, how did you guys meet randomly one night I was at a birthday party and it was boring so I just like pieced out to take a little walk around and I met up with him on the walk he was having a walk too also at the birthday party no like I took a walk around the city okay go back into the birthday party but then I didn't end up going back I met him and whoa 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 hold on this sounds like a fucking Woody Allen (laughs) so you just go out on a night walk it's a a beautiful summer night at a boring like dinner okay and everybody was like having coffee and i was like oh i'm so bored like i just want to get out of here for a bit like and then come Ooh. back and see if anybody got more fun at that point <laughs> and then i met up with him he was walking too so he was just out walking and you're like hello and he's like oh hello he's, yeah and then like what are you up to i'm walking uh, me too it's basically everything that you tell your kids like don't do this right i did because i ended up going back to his office that night because he said he had to go get his dog okay perfect stranger just went into his office and then we like made out for an hour at his office and then he said well do you want to come back to my place in bedford and i said sure you're a stranger but let's do this have you always (laughs) been so like this that's a that is a very um spontaneous and like very spontaneous there was something about him and I'm sure like a lot of serial killers have this as well, this characteristic, but he's very calming. Like as soon as I met him, I was like, I want to hang out with this guy. Like I want to, 
I want to be with him. Yeah, the final last words of every woman that went to hang out with Ted Bundy. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I guess you just got lucky. I did. Uh, yeah. so, wow. This is so exciting. I'm. I'm. But what was the first interaction? Like, uh, did you just walk by each other and your eyes locked? And it was like, hey. His friend that he was with said something to me like, hey, or said hi. And I was like, I'm so bored. What are you guys doing? I'm you so just said bored. that to him? I was a little bit drunk. Right. Okay. All and right. then he was like, oh, you're bored? Well, you need to like talk to this guy. He's super fun. And then that was it. Ultimate wingman. All oh, right. my God. This is yeah. so fun. It was super fun. And every time that I'm with him ever since then is like the best sex ever I think that I'm like walking around in a constant state of orgasm like since I met this person so okay all right the first time you guys get you get you go back to his place yeah in the town next to ours Mm -hmm. and he like was it that first encounter like that first moment of sex where you were like whoa or did it take like a couple times and you know like you know that thing where it's like a one night stand, you're kind of both I, trying to figure out your, each other's buttons. and Yeah, I thought it was a one night stand. The sex was great that first time, but I definitely thought like I was kind of a mess. Like, I don't think he's going to reach out and talk to me again. Like, I'll just chalk it up to a one night stand, a great one night stand. Yeah. And then he texted me the next day and he was like, yeah, I want to hang again. And then it just went from there like crazy just kept going getting better what set that sex apart from the the past sex that you've had you know for the last whatever five six seven years i think what i realized about myself over the past couple of months is that i'm i'm submissive which i never knew that i was before i thought that i was always the one who was like let's have sex let's make out like i was always the one who was like starting things off yeah you're the initiator for the right. most part so i thought that's just who i was but turns out i'm like i'd rather not be interesting because in some of the stuff i've been reading about like polarizing and like you you mentioned that he had this extremely calming effect yeah and that's like a that's the that's a masculine energy in in this at least in this like context mm-hmm. and um with that calming with that like consciousness it it can in, unleash the the feminine like if you yeah. don't have to be the one who's like conscious and and like <coughs> holding the space then yeah. you get to you get to surrender mm-hmm. sounds so that evening the first time that you guys went back to his place mm-hmm. was he very much like stepping into that dominant role of looking back he was actually really just a nice host sure (laughs) yeah do you want to get in the hot tub like he has a nice hot tub and you want to smoke a joint like he was really sweet he wasn't like pawing all over me right away um we just had a really nice night but the sex was like unreal did you spend the night i spent the night yeah yeah and so are you guys in a relationship now? No. Mm, okay. Well, no. Right. No, we're not. We're just having sex, just I guess. Just friends of fuck. Yeah, yeah, I really like him. I think he's amazing, but I just don't think he's really there yet. Mm, and I'm not sure if he ever will be, so I'm just having fun. Is there an, uh gap in age? Like, are you guys similar in age? He's 36. Okay. And was he like, sweet, I'm taking home this 25-year-old... Yeah, like, he, did, did you have no idea that you're 42? <laughs> he 42? didn't know for a while how old I was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's, I'm telling, I wish people could see the podcast because it's, it, it really is, fun. I, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass and I know I need to drop it, but it's fucking crazy <laughs> to me that you're 41. 
I, mean, I would have no idea. Yeah, I was born in the 70s. When you told him, was he like, oh my, what? Yeah, he said, I want to see your driver's license. He didn't believe it. I yeah. fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, yeah. cool. This is, man, what a... So how has that affected your perspective of everything that you've experienced so far? I feel like I want to go back in time and redo a whole lot of things. Mm. Um, because I feel like I wasted so much time having bad sex when what would you do differently like like if you could go back to your 21 year old self yeah with this knowledge that you have now how would you go about it differently than you did then that is such a good question because I don't really know how I would change anything I think I would just like let it happen rather than like now I'm into like the emotion of sex and like feeling all these feelings and feeling everything when before I was like oh your dick's hard so I'm gonna like fuck you right now yeah Yeah. where it was like now it's more of like an experience I Mm -hmm. guess I don't even really know how to explain it except for I feel like I leave my body for a minute I was gonna say it's transcendent yeah yeah well it's it's kind of like that Esther Perel quote that you just constantly you know people are probably tired of hearing it but yeah it's a fucking great quote yeah, sex. sex is, you you'll say it better than me. Sex isn't a thing you do; it's a place you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I like that too. I was having sex last night with um, my partner, and I, um, for the first time in a long time, I've been working really hard. Um, but in the for, for the first time in a long time, like work stress came to mind in uh. the middle of it, and that's really rare. Usually, it's for me now this like a little not an out-of-body experience a completely in-body experience but mm-hmm. where there's like that stuff doesn't that that mental stuff doesn't penetrate because i'm so in the sensation yeah. of it and just like following that yeah um whereas for sure like you know in my earlier sexual years there was like more it was more um what's the word uh, not specific, but it was more um, performative. Is not the right kind, right word either, but it, it was that as well. It was like, you know, this looks like this. Yeah. If and I if I go this way, my stomach doesn't look as big. Mm. Like I'm always trying. I used to always try to put my body in a way that would look good to mm. him. Yeah. Whereas now I'm just letting it all like. Yeah. Just letting it all out, and it's such. It's amazing. It's such a good feeling. It really is. Yeah. Because you can show up like that all the time, whether you're like feeling bloated because you're Mm -hmm. on your period or you've like, you know, your skin isn't good or you have a bad haircut. It can just like (laughs) in the moment, it can just be like doesn't doesn't matter because I'm not even really a human being right now. Yeah. In my in my experience, too, that that whole like performative aspect of it, of like trying to look a certain way or sound a certain way, I... I I don't think I do that very often, um, but I've I've noticed it in like times that I've been engaging in sex with somebody else. Do you find it annoying? I fucking hate it. Yeah. I, I like it is. It's always it, it, the some of the worst sexual experiences I've ever had have always been that. Yeah. Um, and it reminds me of, and this is going to sound really like aggressive, but like when when I'm when I'm in a room, say I'm like sitting next to Taylor or my dad. These are two perfect examples. And they are eating. <laughs> the noises that come out of their mouth 
like enrage me. It makes my neck hurt. I'm just like, oh, oh my god, I can't. I'm I could not be more uncomfortable right now. And that's a very similar feeling that I get when I'm like having sex with someone, and they are really like pouring on the the performance, mm-hmm. like they're trying to be a porn star or something. And yeah. I'm just like, oh. I'm like internally cringing so hard and it, it like totally sucks me out of it. Yeah. Um, there is something to be said for that like very natural go with the flow kind of like who yeah. like lean into the awkwardness, lean into the fumbling of the clothes and like I, I don't know. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like a lot of people will listen to this though and be like, but I don't know how to do mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't know how to make that switch. And I honestly, I don't know what the answer is either because it took me, I'm 35. It took me a, a long time, I think, to tap into that kind of freedom in myself. Yeah. And, but I have like all the tools from yoga and meditation of being like very present mm-hmm. and that's a part of it as well do you Um, do you know what what it was for you I honestly don't know I think it's I think it's just the way that I feel the way that he makes me feel he makes me feel so comfortable Mm. even in regular everyday life when we're having a conversation he will call me out on certain things and be like you know no you know you're smart like you don't have to think like that yeah I'm like yeah thanks someone who just kind of pushes you a little bit yeah 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 I like that um, do you, are you having sex with other people as well? No. No. So it's kind of hard to say it, if it would be similar with a right. different partner now that you know. A couple of nights ago, we were having sex at his office and I was like on top and he said, choke me. And I was like, okay, you want me to choke you? And he's like, just do it. So I started to, I've never done that before. I started to choke him and then I was nervous that I was going to hurt him. And so I stopped and I was like, I just don't want to hurt you. So we, that was fine. We just like kept having sex. And then later after we were done, he's like, there's a way you can choke somebody during sex. You don't, you're not going to hurt me. And you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Like we'll figure that out. And ever since then I've been like, oh my God, when are we going to choke each other? <laughs> like, Let's do this. Like you said, we were going to do it. When are we doing it? There's just so many things with him that I'm open to that I've never been open to before. He wants to do things that I I just never thought I'd be into and now all of a sudden I find them really interesting this reminds me of like um uh remember that movie I told you you needed to watch called Thunder Road yeah and it's about this cop whose mom dies and he's got a daughter but he just got divorced with his wife and his is he's he might be losing custody of his daughter and so he's like dealing with grief of lo- losing his mom and potentially losing his daughter because you know he hates his wife his ex-wife and and she's actually like a pretty bad person and it's just like heart-wrenching beautiful fucking hilarious movie and the guy who wrote the movie and is and is starring in the movie and maybe directed it even just does such an incredible job and I watched that movie and I remember having this sensation of like, I, like I'm, de- I feel depressed that I, it, that wasn't me, that I didn't do that movie, that Are I wasn't you? that guy that wrote that mm-hmm. and performed in that and put that out because it's so good. And I know I'll never be a part of that. Yeah. And it's such a like perfect, 
I get the sa- I'm getting the same feeling about this guy and you guys. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, that what a like. It's such a it's such a like storybook sort of like the the romanticism behind all of this is so epic. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, I don't think I'll ever have that. I don't think I'll ever experience that, like the spontaneity of that, the the excitement of that. The it is really cool. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm just like, what else can we do? We can do anything, really. Yeah. Do you have any hard no's? Like, do you, do you know any like things that you go? Well, I mean, we could do everything, but like, I'll never do that. The only thing that I can think of right now that I would never do is probably watch him fuck someone else like I'm very I get mm, jealous yeah so I couldn't do that but everything else is pretty much I'll try whatever he's he just melts my entire body I don't get it it's crazy and have you guys I mean it's been a number a couple of months now yeah um are like have you guys talked about next steps or like what what like what are we what's the evolution of this here he told me if I were you I wouldn't want to date me and so I just kind of have to believe him you know if he's saying that like it's probably I think when people there's that that like cliche or that saying of like when someone tells you who they are believe them yeah and I have had so many moments where I'm like oh it's so funny that you you actually told me that yeah. you do think I just you're better than everybody. And I just thought it was a charming thing that you said. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm happy with the way that things are right now, though. And I think we both are just ready to explore more and see what happens. But I'm not going to push anything for a relationship because he's straight up told me not to. So. Yeah. Do, do you know, does he see other people? He said he's not seeing anyone else. Right. Okay. Well, but now the bar has been set. I know. Sexually. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm really curious to know if you'll find that with like with the next person you see. You might unleash you know, that in them. What if I don't? But th- well, yeah, That's I don't know cuz like scary. there's a part of me that when I said um what was it for you? Like that made that switch and you you kind of gave the you kind of gave the credit to him. Yeah. But there's a there is a part of me that's like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't think it's a I don't think it would be just a one-sided thing. You, It's a two-way street. You would mm. also have to be... It's like you... Maybe maybe he does hold a key, but I think you also need to be also holding a key. You know, it's yeah. kind of like that nuclear war safety mechanism where it's like both guys <laughs> got to turn keys. the key at the same time. Like, I feel like you both had a key and you turned it at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I find it hard to imagine that you would go into the next situation... With, and and not carry any ounce of this newfound like right. appreciation or or um, worldview on like what sex means to you going forward. Yeah, and now I know what I definitely don't want. Like I definitely don't want to always be in control. I learned right. that about myself. So yeah. I need to meet some guys who take control of situations and are comfortable like that. Yeah, so that I don't have to. Yeah. And in a way that you can trust them, like it sounds like this person has a really special balance of like being grounded and and aware yeah. as well as being the one who takes control. Yeah. Wow. 
Well, I think I, I suspect you will if you do have other sexual partners that you'll be able to. I think when you when you can get into your body as deeply as I'm imagining that you're like you're saying where it's all, it's all about sensations now as opposed yeah. to uh, positions and like whatever um, that you'll be able to tap into that and like guide sexual partners to mm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even from like a submissive role. Yeah. 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 It's kind of a permission. Yeah. Have you told like do your do your friends know all about this? Are they super jealous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, are they all they were married with kids, like Yeah, are, a are lot of them large? are married. Yeah. A lot of them are just getting divorced now. Yeah. So yeah. They're like, What's the doing? My mom is like, Oh, he reminds me she's never met him, obviously, but she's like, Oh, I just said his name. We'll I'll we'll take it out. Yeah. Okay. She said he reminds me of somebody like from a romance novel. Mm-hmm. He's just so, he's like such a man. Mm. I just, his smell, everything about him. So sexy. <laughs> Do you have a, like a physical type that you're particularly attracted to? No, really not like- at all. And my friends are always like, if you lined up your exes, they're all so different. I just love, like I just fall for people men and women like I just if I really am into somebody I'm just into them it doesn't matter cool yeah have you been with many women I was in a relationship with I've hooked up with several women but I was in a, a relationship with one woman and I and she was a lesbian and she was out but I wasn't and I think it ended really bad for her I feel I still feel bad about it, it was years ago more than 10 years ago and um, she fell in love with me, and I was just kind of playing around at the time. Mm. Mm. I loved her as a friend, I think, more so. Yeah. And um, But yeah, I'm open to men and women, for sure. Pretty much equally? It's like, would, would you describe yourself as pansexual? I don't know what that means. Well, it means, I guess pan... Pans is like open to and, and attracted to... People. Anyone. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're... Man, woman, trans man, trans woman, yeah, non, non gender binary, like the whole spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> but I am very when I'm with somebody, I'm only with them, right? So monogamous. so pretty much monogamous. Uh, very, yeah. yeah, I'm a very monogamous person, which kind of sucks for me these days. Like I find dating and stuff like that is really tricky when you're when you want to just be lo- monogamous to one person. Yeah. Um. Because everybody's like dating around and everybody's doing, and so you have to specifically ask, "Hey, are you like, are you fucking anybody else?" Yeah, and it's yeah. awkward because yeah. you don't want to sound like, you know, clingy or possessive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just want to know: is your dick going in other people? That's all I want to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Have you ever have you ever been married? Has marriage been like have you ever come close? No. Never. Do you is that something you want? I would like to be with somebody forever, but I don't necessarily want to be married. Yeah. Is that, have you always felt that way or is that more so based on now that you're 41 seeing so many people get married and like the result of a lot of those marriages? Yeah. When I was younger, I definitely wanted to get married and then now I just don't really see the point. Yeah. It seems like it's maybe going out of vogue. What do you yeah. think? But my parents really want me to meet somebody and get married. And totally. They're, they're still together? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they're pushing for that, but. But what about kids? I have a daughter. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. She's 10. And did you, uh, was that something your parents like were pushing for before she was born? No, she was definitely not a planned baby. Um, And when I told them, I wasn't even sure I was going to keep her. Right. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, well, I have this baby in me. And then one day I just decided I would keep her. So now I have a 10 year old. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah. She's really cool. Is she curious about like boys yet or not at all? No, she's heavily into dance and that's her thing. So she dances all the time. She's in dance like every day. Okay. So that keeps her busy. Yeah. And I keep my dating life completely separate from her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, What's the deal with that? Like, do you have like a, I've always wondered this because I've, I, you know, since we've opened things up, I've. Um, been involved with and seen a, a number of people who have children mm-hmm. and f- you know th- some of them are like I definitely don't want you anywhere near my kid yeah and not in not in not in the way that that came <laughs> out but like as in like I don't want my kid to see me with you because I don't want them to get fucking confused or right. whatever and then there's some people that are like uh, well if you meet my kid whatever you meet my kid and I'm not gonna like make a big deal about it and I've always kind of, you know, that's not something that we've ever just wanted to get into having kids and, 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 you know, taking that path in life. Um, but I've always, I always find it very interesting to hear like how people navigate that mm. with, with, when it comes to dating, like being a single mom or being a single dad and, yeah. and when, you know, like, do, do you reveal to newer partners that you have a kid like pretty early on? Or, like, do you even keep that hidden? I don't really tell anyone unless they ask me. Okay. If they ask me, then I tell them. But this guy that we're talking about today, he asked me several times that night, do you have kids? Do you have kids? Do you have kids? And I just kept, like, avoiding it because I just didn't know what to say. And then the next morning, he's like, 
I have a son, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah, I have a daughter. And then we talked about that for a bit. Oh, interesting. He was kind of looking for yeah, maybe a, an in. A an new babysitter? <laughs> I don't know why, but he kept asking me and it was getting so awkward. And immediately I was like, oh, it's probably because my tits are saggy. Like you probably saw like mom boobs. That's why he's asking me. But it turns out he just wanted to like let me know that he had a kid. Right. And so it was cool. But yeah, I never introduced my daughter to anyone. She doesn't have a dad. So for me, I just want to keep that. Like we have a great life together. I just don't want to confuse her. Where, where would that shift? Do you think like, like at what point would you go? All right. I'm going to introduce you to my daughter. I don't know when that would happen. I've never felt it, but I think I'll know when it's time. Yeah. She, um, she's 10. So that's pretty young to be like thinking about, sexuality or anything Mm -hmm. probably like a couple of years maybe three or four years away yeah um and if she's an athlete or like a dancer might maybe even longer Mm -hmm. because um sometimes those those things get suppressed hormonally yeah um but do you have do you think about like how you're gonna talk to her about sex and dating and we talk we're very open she asks a lot of questions and i answer them she she asks about because they're talking about sex a little bit in school right it's very basic stuff and she came home and said did you know about um period or period erections <laughs> i was like i don't think um, i know about that that sounds interesting <laughs> yeah well, tell us period so erections. she was getting the two things mixed up and um <laughs> <laughs> periods and erections yeah yeah so yeah, she talks about that. And then the other day she said, well, how does it get in there? Like, I get that it goes in, that the penis goes in the vagina. I get that. But, like, how does it get in there? And I was like, well, you, you got to put it in. Yeah, but it's so floppy. Like, how does it get in there? Mm. So it's these types of questions oh, where I'm like, and I'm trying to keep it cool. But on the inside, I'm like, I'm like on fire. I'm like, how do I, <laughs> yeah. how do I answer this? Um, I want to be open and honest with her. But I also, she's only 10. I don't yeah. want to give her too many details right away. Right. I'm like, well, when you get super happy and excited, it grows bigger and then it's harder. So then you can shove it in. She's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, she's pretty open. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then I go to bed at night and I'm like, what have I done? How did I ruin her? <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. Yeah, just freaking out about it. Yeah. Oh, um, then, you know, the penis gets, uh, it's on its period. It gets an erection. I, just leave, leave me alone. <laughs> I got no information, but I, I, I think, you know, I watch my sister raising her kids and I'm like, this is hilarious, the yeah. shit that they're asking. It is really funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't want children of my own. And I know if I did, I would love them deeply and I, I would, you know, I'd do my best being the best mom I could be. But I sometimes just think, my friend, a friend of mine, Sam, she said, you have kids when you get sick yourself yeah it's like oh that's a great that's a great that's a great point because I could, myself yet. I could feel that maybe coming around the bend shortly yeah like just a little bit tired of my own bullshit <laughs> I have a really hard time acting excited for people when they tell me they're pregnant I have a really hard time people are like we're pregnant I'm like why yeah why did you do that why yeah. <laughs> why I, to be honest with you, have started feeling that as well, as well as when people tell me that they're getting married. I'm like, congratulations. Yeah. 
the marriage thing yeah the marriage thing is like it's so funny how how my my god are you okay did you, did you just have a stroke while you took a sip of don't that water don't say that i might have a mess you literally just poured it oh stop it i honestly my hand i'm i'm going for an mri oh um you can't just drop that on the podcast why not what we because this isn't the podcast you do it on my other one it's a norm normalizing but i i get sometimes i get in my head about it i'm like why can't i grab this water bottle very well and then i spill it all over myself well if you do have ms it will be great for sick boys so (laughs) my mom has ms actually she's been living a really long time and a really good life with it yeah totally treated it with ex um exercise and diet that's amazing did you see the ted talk about the uh oh fuck what's her name the lady, she, like her whole thing is now, it's, it, it's her name is like this movement, but the woman who, um, and this is not a, this, I'm not saying that anybody out there listening who goes, oh, Jeremy, that's not, you can't say that. I'm not saying that this is a, a fucking cure-all for everyone. This woman in particular completely shifted her diet, changed her diet to like a, like a green Keto. diet. It was oh. like all greens and basically went from like end stage MS almost. Mm-hmm. To, she is now walking. She's walking around. hitting stages across the world, basically promoting like, look, your diet can potentially be a completely life shifting yeah. Yeah. Um, element to your your MS. I, I, totally I should agree. know her name. She has a massive TED talk. It's mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge. Like one of the biggest, most watched TED talks to date. Um, anyway, if you have MS, well, oh. that HelloFresh is coming through, so we'll <laughs> cook you all the leafy greens. It should be step one, I think, for everybody. It's a very privileged thing to say, <laughs> like change your diet or, you know, try it. And, and there's not a ton of guidance out there, I don't feel yeah. like. It's a lot of trial and error. And I, I shouldn't say that because I'm sure there's experts out there. But you go to like a standard nutritionist who works for the grocery store and they're not going to help you pick out like an anti-inflammatory diet. Right. You know. Yeah. But I generally find anti-inflammatory diets to help yes most things it really does um we're we're coming up to time here but before we we do wrap it up um you know we're talking about you f- having this newfound um excitement in your life and and your your sex life like really starting to boom mm-hmm. is there it, it, maybe you don't have one but let's say you did if you had a, a sexual bucket list, is there anything on it that you are like waiting to to check off that list that you haven't done yet? Yeah, he told me that he's never done something, and instantly I was like, "We got to do that." So he wants me to get a strap on. Oh, and peg him. Yeah. Whoa. I know. I'm super excited. And he's he's like stoked for it. He said he'll he'll, he'll see attempt. Yeah, yeah. right. Sure. <laughs> he said, but he said he wants to try it. He wants to try it. Okay. Yeah. Have you pegged any other men? Never, before? no. Oh, I'm fun. excited. Yeah. I've always wanted to know what it feels like to have a dick. So yeah, I feel like that's the closest thing you can do to that. Yeah. And even as a as a self proclaimed submissive, you f- you think that you'd like that? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's maybe he's a power bottom. I don't know what that term means. I also don't know. Like, what does being submissive mean exactly? Like, I know that I love him being in control but him telling me what to do and me being in control of what he's telling me to do i think it's really hot too yeah so if he's like sticking my ass yeah like okay right (laughs) i see yeah you can you can pretty much skew anything (laughs) power bottom noun plural power bottoms 
gay sexual slang. A bottom, that is to say, the passive participant in gay sex, who takes charge of a sexual situation, playing a more dominant, aggressive, and commanding role in sex. Interesting. So if he was the power bottom, he would still be in in command. And he'd be right. giving orders. And he'd be telling you how to how to stick it in his bum. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe it's a bit of an investment, I think. They are kind of expensive from what I oh. They're not cheap. I, they're not. Because nope. you're gonna have the harness, right? Yeah. That holds it to you. Yeah. I almost bought Becca a a um a leg harness oh, dildo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she was, she was starting to have, she was starting to see this uh, this woman, and they were, she was really enjoying the sex with them, and um, and was, and they were really into like f- fucking her thigh, mm. and I was like, oh, well, I'm, uh, what? See, if this might be really fun for you guys. And I was, I was gonna get it, but then uh, they stopped seeing each other before I could oh. invest in it. Next so. time. Next time, she, yeah. Next time she, she, she uh, finds a girlfriend. Well, My next sex toy that I'd really like to have is the womanizer. Well, you just put words in my mouth. Sorry, but no, no. Nope, um, sorry, is like a is like a not a swing necessarily with like the stirrups and everything and like, but uh, but like a something that hangs like aerial silks almost that come down over the yeah. bed so that. If I am on top, I can use my... I don't have to be, like, on my hands to yeah. balance myself. I can, like, pull myself like a, up. Like a sex hammock. Like a sex hammock, yeah. Yeah. Definitely more like a sex hammock than yeah. a sex swing. But it could be used as a swing as well. I just think there's... Or sex fun. sling. You could be upside down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah do the upside down Spider-Man blowjob. Is that a thing? Uh, Well, there's the upside down <laughs> Spider-Man kiss, but I was just throwing blowjob in there just to spice it up. What's the upside down Spider-Man kiss? You know, he comes down and he kisses Mary Jane upside down. Uh, she takes his mask down over his mouth. That's right. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. That's all I remember. It was a beautiful moment. Kirsten Dunst kissing someone and <laughs> my whole fucking internal combustion. From when, that, that. when that movie first came out, my boyfriend at the time, we were living in separate countries and he, uh, he wrote to me and was like, I just watched Spider-Man and it made me miss you so much. Aww. Aww. Yeah. That's sweet. I know. It's really cute. Didn't work out though. <laughs> um, well, I gotta say, see, this was uh, for a conversation that we had no clue coming in. It was so fun. This I was enjoyed. really great. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was this. like therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, keep. I mean, can you keep us posted on? Sure. On yeah. on the sex capades and yeah, especially if if you get a strap on, I'd love to hear how that all goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. Um, notes. Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so all fun. so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with another fun and fascinating conversation. In the meantime, go to Apple Podcasts, uh, hit the rating and review button, and 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 the subscribe button, and do all those things because it means the, the world to us. And you can go to patreon.com slash turn me on and, and support us that way. You know, Dominate us financially? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Let us dominate you financially. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, right. That's Excellent what we, point. That's what we would want. Excellent point. Yeah. yeah. If we, I mean, if we're having them dominate us financially, then uh, send us a message and we'll send you all <laughs> the funds that we get through our Patreon <laughs> account to you. We've never um, done that before. We might like it. Um, but uh, yeah, it means it means the world to us. It's actually one of the ways that we are able to travel around and 
and talk to people from different communities and meet up in from time to time because we spend so much goddamn time apart yeah that's right um, so you can do that and uh, yeah reach out to us too through our, our website turnmeonpodcast.com <laughs> or send us an email turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in being a guest on the show or if you have a brain boner you'd like us to answer we'd love to, to hear it that is it for this week until, until next week go fuck yourself What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.